Hello and welcome to Zero to Hero and happy Gregorian Roman calendar New Year. It's not the real New Year, by, by, uh, by the way. It's actually the Gregorian Roman New Year. Our New Year starts on 1st of April. Just thought I'd squeeze that in there. <clears throat> so yeah, welcome to um, Zero to Hero. And this podcast is a really interesting one. Um, it's called The Drama Triangle. And drama, drama's all around us everywhere. Um, and I'm not sure if there's any person on the planet that hasn't had to endure drama, some sort of drama in their life. But the drama triangle, it's fascinating. It really is fascinating. And learning about the drama triangle can really, really open you up. What I'm also going to do is I'm going to do a live debate on this uh, subject, the drama triangle, in the um, private Facebook group. So make sure you're in the private Facebook group to get notified. Um, the link is in the show notes. So join that there and then come and join the live debate. So the drama triangle, what do we have in each corner? <laughs> Sounds like a boxing match. In this corner, in the red corner, we have the victim. Okay. We have the persecutor and we have the rescuer. And they all have their different roles. Now, I recognize the rescuer, um, which some of you may recognize as uh, white knight syndrome. And a lot of men suffer from this. I know I did for many, many, many years, and I still do to a certain extent, the white knight syndrome. You see someone in trouble, you want to help them. Come on, I'll help you. I'll help you do this. I'll help you do that. But sometimes what happens is you can just spend your whole life helping others and not yourself. So your your whole life um, is not where you want it to be because you've focused on helping others. And a lot of the time, if you've noticed, if you suffer from this too, white knight syndrome, the rescuer, if uh, you notice that the majority of the people you try and help don't even help themselves. So they're forever dragging you into their drama and you're going, yeah, what you need to do is this. You need to do that. Here's some money. Here's that. Here, I'll help you with this. I'll help you with that. Help, 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 help. And you're going, oh, my God, what's happened to my life? I this isn't where I want to be. So just be mindful of your position. Okay. Now, you're, you, you can find the, the drama triangle absolutely everywhere. Relationships relationships of all kinds you know um what you call it uh, relationships with partners family friends co-workers colleagues people in the shops everywhere it's always a relationship whether you can recognize it or not now what happens is sometimes if you're in a, a relationship and a lot of people are in narcissistic relationships without realizing now even by saying that word, narcissistic, that could cause a lot of triggers for people that have been in narcissistic relationships. And it can be really difficult because you have different types of narcissists, you know, from um, narcissistic NPD, narcissistic personality disorder, up to the psychopath, narcissistic psychopaths. And there's a variation in between. And, and um, some are overt, some are covert, <clears throat> some... Um, are fantastic in front of other people, but when you're back home, 
that's it. You've had it. If you, you've looked the wrong way, you've spoken to someone you shouldn't have spoken to, you know, need I tell you more because you've experienced it. And this is what happens when you're in that kind of relationship. You think, right, where, where, you know, who's what, who's what? And the roles can change. The roles can change because you may be uh, a rescuer. If you've been in, in a narcissistic relationship, you know, it would be very brave of you to admit that you were the narcissist in the relationship. Very brave. Not many people recognize they're a narcissist. Um, a lot of people have narcissistic traits to deal with narcissists. That's a bit different. But what happens is you tend to become the uh, the rescuer because you're stepping on eggshells all the time. It's like, oh, my God, if I do this, if I do that, oh, I haven't put the bins out, oh, they're going to go mad, or I've done this, and oh, no, I've gone shopping, and oh, no, they've only got, I don't know, three potatoes in rather than four. Oh, no, it's good. they're going to go mad. They're going to go absolutely mad at me. So you're trying to appease all the time. It's like they always need uh, help, and you're always trying to help them, but your help is never good enough, yeah? But what happens is, when you've had enough, when you've had absolutely enough, let's see if you recognize this, and you say, do you know what? I've had enough of this. I've had enough of it. Because they're in the victim mode, right? They're like, oh, you don't do anything for me. You don't do this. You don't do that. It's like, well, hold on. What are you doing? Surely it should be 50-50, shouldn't it? Um, and they're forever the victim. So therefore, it's like, okay, you're the rescuer of the victim, okay? They may not ever see themselves as the victim, but again, if you've been in these relationships, you'll completely understand this. Now, once you've had enough of them being in constant victim mode where they just will not help themselves and it's everybody else's fault, everyone else's fault, it's your fault, it's their fault, it's that fault, this fault, well, just do this, just do this and that will help you out. Oh, yeah, but you don't know what it's like. Oh, God, dear, just do this. Just do this. And uh, and you'll notice most people are in victim mode. Go out there and see what mode are you in. Um, but when you've had enough, when you've got to the point, you know, a bit like Popeye, for those that remember, I've taken all I've taken, I can't stand no more. Um, you then, rather than being the rescuer, you become the persecutor. You say, oh, shut up. Why do you keep on? Why don't you get off your ass and go and do something? Why, why don't you stop complaining and just do this? Why don't you? And you get angry. So that now you're persecuting them, which they love because they're the victim. Okay? And, um, and that's in relationships. I mean, but look at the world the past three or four years. Look at it. Look at the roles, the roles changing. You know, if you believe a certain thing, um, you'll, you'll, you'll be persecuted by others. And then you may be trying to help them say, no, look, you do realize they're lying. Look at this. You'll be in the rescuer, but also the victim at the same time. It's, you know, so roles can change. Okay. Now, but, but this is it. You can in narcissistic relationships you can start off as a rescuer and you can end up a victim or a persecutor it's amazing isn't it all these different labels i'm not a fan of labels but this drama triangle can really help you out really help you out 
you know, and it's taking personal responsibility for your part in, in the triangle. You know, it it can be difficult if you're constantly um, looking at everything, everybody, every single relationship going, right, what are they? Are they the victim, persecutor, or, you know, um, the rescuer? But this is it. it, it it's a game. It's a game. And uh, I was speaking to a lovely friend the other day, and it's the all-too-familiar scenario. And I, I recognise it immediately. And <laughs> always, at, I shouldn't laugh because it's absolutely horrible. At family events, anything important, Christmas, birthdays, weddings, anything like that, anything that is significant and people should just get together. Uh, or if there's just people around. <clears throat> and then a family member, the mum, maybe, just walks off and goes and sits in a room by herself. There we go. As Sherlock Holmes would say, the game is afoot. The game has started, and it's a game. Recognise it's a game. Oh, what have we got here? Oh, we got the victim. There's the victim. Okay, right. So why do they do this? Do you recognise this? Any of your family members, your partner, uh, to sulks, sulks off, skulks off to a room to kind of be on their own? And sometimes they want to be on their own because they just don't like the other members of the family. But if they're doing it all the time, no matter who's there, what do you think they want? What do you think they want? Attention. They want attention. They need a supply. They need a supply. And they're not getting the supply where they just were. So they need to go off, say, right, if I go here, watch, someone will come and get me. And that person may be you. And you may recognize this. Now, what happens is you open a door to the room and your mum, your partner, whatever your son, daughter is there. Now, what role are you now going to take on? They're the victim. Okay, what role are you now going to take on? The persecutor or the rescuer? Most people will take on the rescuer. Ah, oh, what's up, mum? You okay, mum? You all right, mum? You okay? You don't you, you don't look too well. You, is any, can I go and get you anything? Is you know what what's wrong? That's the famous word. What's wrong? What's wrong? And um this is, this is it. It's, um, it's it's all part of the game to reel you in. Or you could be the persecutor. What's the matter with you? Why are you trying to ruin Christmas? What are you doing? Why, why are you ruining Christmas? You know? Does this sound, sound familiar at all? Does it sound... Is it, is it something that um, happens in your household or wherever you go? And is it usually the same person that does it? And are you usually the rescuer or the persecutor or is it someone else? Now, what happens is because it's a game, and treat it as such, and, and this is the thing, because these are grown adults doing this, it doesn't mean they're acting like an adult. So treat it as a game. Say, oh, in your head, Sherlock Holmes, the game is afoot. What's the game? It's a game of tennis. Okay, right. 
someone has just hit a tennis ball to me. Right? Oh, right, what shall I do? Oh god, I don't want to be part of this game. I don't want I don't want to be dragged into this game. So what do you do? Do you pick up your tennis racket and hit the ball back? Bang, you're now in the game. Or do you leave the tennis racket on the floor? Okay, not playing. Not playing. They won't like that, but they'll then go off to find someone else to play with. But also, whoever's uh, hitting the ball, you have to recognise what um, what position they're in. Right, they've hit the ball to me. Okay, where are they coming from? Are they coming from victim mode? Are they coming from persecutor? Or are they coming from rescuer? Because sometimes you've got to look at you and see what your part is in it. You might be acting the arsehole. You might be being a prat. You know, you might be attention seeking. And this is where, where it's really important to take personal responsibility. What's my part in the triangle? Why are they trying to play with me? Okay, right. Oh, I've had a really shit day. I've had this and that and the other. Oh, okay, right. I'm in victim mode. Okay, and they're trying to rescue me or persecute me. Okay, I've got to come out of victim mode. Okay, just say, right, I'm stepping back from the game, everyone. I'm stepping back. I'm not playing it anymore. And it's um, if you if you look at families in particular, including your partners, children, parents, grandparents, cousins, aunts, uncles. Usually the roles are defined. You know exactly the role your uncle's going to play, your granddad's going to play, your mother, your father. You know the roles that they're going to play, and they play them all the time. And they're the, the the sort that um, will never change. You know, they don't don't they don't want to change, or they don't know how to change. So this is it. It's uh, and if you and I know this from absolute personal experience, if you step out of your role, um, everyone else then turns into the persecutor and has a go at you especially if you're the black sheep of the family. If you're the black sheep of the family, watch everyone turn on you. You're the problem, you're this, you're that. And all you're doing is just, I think the black sheep, all they do is try to point out the, the blatant obvious. That's what they do. They question things. The black sheep question things. I say, well, hold on a minute. Why are you acting that way? You don't need to, because all you need to do to address your situation, scenario, behavior is this. Oh, look at him. He thinks he knows it all. <laughs> it's like, oh, just do this. Please just do this. And they won't. They won't ever do it. So have you experienced that? Have you experienced, um, one, being the black sheep of the family? And two, that you've stepped out of your role because as we're growing up as kids, kids in the teenagers, young adults, we're in that role. Unless you're a rebellious kid, which I was quite a bit, um, saw the bullshit from young. Your, your role is defined. You know, I was seen as a troublemaker. He's a troublemaker. No, I'm questioning. Why are you doing this? Why are you paying money to that? Why, why, why? You know, like my mum, she was a fantastic, and I mean fantastic, phenomenal cake maker. She was phenomenal, right? 
Me and my mum never got on, ever. But she was a fantastic cake maker. She had orders coming out of her ears. She'd order special cake tins from America that we didn't have in the UK for um, like Disney cakes like Mickey Mouse, this, that, and the other. She would make the, the most ginormous wedding cakes that are on the dinner table, so you couldn't have dinner on the dinner table because it's a great big wedding cake with the stairs going up and the couple. And she'd make the couple out of icing. She'd make everything herself by hand, everything. She even had um, contracts with bakers who uh, supplied cakes to Harrods. She was making cakes for Harrods, but she didn't have the confidence to put, her, put herself out there. And then, I mean, she did it at cost. She would work all the hours under the sun. I'd have to help her sometimes stirring the icing. And I was trying, you know, with this big bowl, and I, I was struggling. As a teenage lad, I was going, God dear, how the hell did you do this? This is really tough. And she'd make it look easy. And I'd have to get on my bike and cycle to the local shop, buy some more, whatever it was, I can't remember now, for her to make her cakes. And say, oh, yeah, that's £25. And I'd say, Mum, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's, it's costing you X amount. And then all that time, days and days, you're not making any money. You're actually doing all this work for nothing. And then the bakers said, and this was in the 80s, bearing in mind, the baker said, we'll offer you a full-time job so you can make the cakes, you can teach other people how to make the cakes, we can grow and expand. And I said, how much are they going to pay you, Mum? She said, £300 a week. I said, that's absolutely awesome. That is huge money in the 80s. Go for it. Take it. Oh, but my car will break down. Oh, dearie me, you find a bloody problem for every solution. Mum, in a few months or whatever, you'll be able to afford a much better, much reliable, uh, more reliable car. Oh, yeah, but oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. No. And she left it. And that's what she did all her life, just nothing, nothing. And it was a shame because there was so much talent there. She was always in victim mode, always. Victim but then with me, like she'd be the persecutor, you know, never the rescuer. Um, so, yeah, do you recognise your role in the drama triangle? Look at your situation at home. And I know some, some of you, it would be quite difficult to do that, but this can really, really help you, really can. Look at your situation at work. Uh, look at your situation with your extended family, everything. What is your role? What do people know you for? How do they treat you? And remember, um, people treat you accordingly to your role. And that's it. And it's bringing awareness and a presence and responsibility to it. Because all relationships should be 50-50. They should be 50-50. Yes, you get your givers and your takers, and usually the, the the takers manage to grab the givers, and it's like uh, it's not a reciprocal relationship. It's an abusive relationship. That's the thing. So you've got to compassionately um, step out of your role in the, in the triangle rather than becoming a persecutor because a lot of people become persecutors. They get angry. You did this, you did that, you did rah, rah, rah. And they have a go at the other person. The other person may not have a clue uh, of their role. They may do, they may not.
But if you compassionately step out of it, say, look, you know, yeah, I don't want to be part of this anymore. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it's usually the inner child within us that is in that drama triangle, the inner child. So you're having all these different inner child. So if you've been brought up, um, if you've been picked on by your parents all the time, you may be the victim in victim mode most of your life. Or you may have got angry because of that and you hate the world, you hate everything and become the persecutor. Or you may feel as though I don't want anyone else to suffer that, so I'm going to be the rescuer. And you can chop and change, you know, throughout life. So uh, what, what you've got to ask yourself is, what are you getting out of this role? The role that you're in, in the drama triangle, what are you getting out of that role? Are you being treated badly? Um, you, you know, are you being treated fairly? Um, are you giving more than what's being given to you? You know, is your relationship reciprocal? Is it one-sided? You know? But what are you getting out of it? That's the question you need to ask yourself. So I hope that's enlightened you a bit there about the drama triangle. I find it fascinating. I really do. And I can't wait to do the live on it because that way everyone can comment and uh, and we can learn a load more. Okay? So come and join me on the live. Get into the group. Get into the private Facebook group and uh, and I'll announce when the live will be and then you can come and join us. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you very much and speak to you soon.